Now, now. He's looking at you, kid. Yes, that is right. Uh, today we are going to be looking at kids uh, um, and more specifically how they attach. Um, this is HOA Psychology brought to you by the Study Room Podcast. Um, doing attachment today and we're jumping right in. First off, looking at the development of attachment. Um, Schaefer and Emerson is the key study for this in 1964. Uh, they conducted a longitudinal study, meaning that it took place over a long period of time, of 60 Glaswegian infants from 5 to 23 weeks old uh, until they were aged 1. Um, Schaefer and Emerson in this study identified multiple stages of attachment. Uh, first off being the stage 1, the indiscriminate uh, attachment stage. Um, in this stage, infants produce similar responses to all objects, uh, whether animate or inanimate. Um, but towards the end of it, they show a preference for social stimuli, uh, like a, a smiling face uh, or things. Uh, and during this period, reciprocity and interactional synchrony play a role in establishing the relationships uh, with others. Uh, stage two is the beginnings of attachment. Uh, in this stage, uh, which is uh, develops at four months, uh, whereas the indiscriminate stage is at uh, zero to two months, at four months um, they prefer human company to uh, inanimate objects and can distinguish between familiar and unfamiliar people. Um, however, they don't yet show stranger anxiety um, to um, uh, strangers that they haven't met. Um, and they're generally quite uh, sociable. Stage three is discriminate attachment or specific attachment as it's sometimes called. Uh, this forms at seven months uh, at which uh, separation anxiety is, uh, is observed, um, especially joy at reunion and uh, uh, they identify, they attach their primary attachment figure. Um, what Schaefer and Emerson also found is that mothers who responded quickly and sensitively to the, the signals of the infants um, were actually more likely to, to, to attach as a primary attachment figure than those who didn't. So this is, again, quality over quantity uh, of the relationship. 65% of the children, um, the first specific attachment was to the mother, and a further 30%, the mother was the first joint object of attachment. Fathers rarely... Um, are the first object of attachment, only about 3%, but 27% were uh, the first joint object. Um, okay, next is the multiple attachment stage, uh, where multiple attachments are formed with other people. 29% uh, of the infants in the study had multiple attachments to someone else in this um, stage, and th this stage occurs briefly uh, and shortly after the first attachment figure uh, is observed. So this can be with uh, you know other parents, grandparents, siblings, uh, relatives, um, and within six months, um, the, the display of separation anxiety had risen to 78%. So really, uh, uh, high anxiety for this. So the study depended on um, the Schaefer and Emerson visited the mothers of these these uh, families and had to report the behavior of their children. Um, yes. Um, so the role of the father in this is uh, actually changes as Frank and Al uh, has, has showed because changing social practices like uh, mothers are more at work now. Um, 
yeah, so they form a secondary attachment figure because uh, fathers are more playful. This was identified by Geiger. Um, there are also biological factors that play into this. Uh, women have hormones that promote caring. Uh, that's another evaluation point. Um, evaluations are also that uh, there's unreliable data because it's based on the report of the mothers of the children. And, uh, of course, they're going to be biased uh, towards their children. Um, it lacks generalizability. Uh, these are working-class families uh, from Glasgow. Um, cultural variations, uh, these take place in collectivist cultures, as identified by Sagi et al. Um, and status theory might be too inflexible, uh, is another point that is risen. Next up, we're going to be talking about caregiver-infant uh, interactions, namely reciprocity uh, being the first one. So reciprocity is taking turns um, in attachment, um, uh, sorry, uh, taking turns in conversation as identified by Jafe uh, et al. Um, and this is, uh, again, you know, one person does an action and the, the infant uh, repeats it, uh, you know, like conversational. Um, melts off and more uh, is um, one of the, the main studies into interactional synchrony. Um, so he recorded um, ch uh, two to three week old babies um, and put a pacifier in their mouth between um, uh, kind of exposure to uh, the um, experimenter and they would have different facial features, uh, if, uh, emotions that they would express in front of the child and then take out the pacifier at the same time and the child would actually mimic at the, 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 the exact same time the behavior of um, the, the, the experiment with the other person. So again, interactional synchrony. They're, they're mi like a mirror image of it, whereas reciprocity is taking turns. Uh, Piaget found that behavior uh, is a, might be a pseudo-imitation um, through uh, operant conditioning, um, yeah, in a sense. Uh, evaluations of this is that the Meltzoff-Moore study was actually failed to be replicated um, yeah, that's, you know, lose some brownie points there. Um, but this is Miriam et al. Uh, found this. Uh, and individual differences play a kind of a key role um, in, in this, perhaps, uh, attachment type, uh, for example. Uh, things even though they haven't quite attached yet. Um, okay, next up we're going to be talking about animal studies of attachment. Um, Conrad Lorenz, not Conrad uh, Lorenz, uh, with the K-O-N-R-A-D, um, his study where he incubated goose eggs. Uh, so they see Lorenz as the first thing, uh, as their first kind of living thing. Uh, so he kept them separate um, from the mother. And they found that Gosling's imprinted on Lorenz and actually followed him. Um, he identified within this a critical period um, where imprinting doesn't happen after. Um, and these are quite long-lasting effects that are irreversible. Uh, evaluations of this is uh, Guiton et al. Um, supports Lorenz as ducks imprinted on a yellow glove. Um, but he did find that it might not be irreversible. Uh, another animal study into attachment is Harlow, Harry Harlow's study, um, in which uh, the, the procedure was... Uh, so the, a, a orphaned um, monkey uh, was placed in a situation 
where they had a wire, you know, mother is a sensei, a fake monkey made out of wire, uh, and one made out of cloth, um, and one had a, f a feeding bottle attached to it that was a wire. So the wire mother had a feeding bottle, but the cloth one didn't. And what they found is that monkeys spent most time with the cloth mother as opposed to the, um, the, the wire bottle mother. Um, and in this, they identified a critical period where attachments must be formed with, uh, before six months, and long-term effects of this were irreversible and, uh, and related to uh, mate choices in the, the, the future. Evaluations of this are confounding variables. Wire mother's faces might have been, uh, were actually different to the ones uh, that were covered in cloth. Um, and Schaefer and Emerson uh, conf uh, can, it confirms that, uh, uh, that it doesn't have generalizability in this because again, you know, it is uh, a monkey. Um, okay, next up we're going to be talking about um, Ainsworth's strange situation. Um, this is a systematic test of attachment to uh, one caregiver, uh, situational mild stress and novelty. Um, yes, okay, so the procedure was um, they, observe, they observed behavior of children in a lab where they had quadrants on the ground uh, to see uh, kind of, uh, based off of movement, and this was recorded um, through video cameras, and they found that, so they observed every 15 seconds of behavior, so they took down what the infants were doing every 15 seconds, uh, and the behaviors assessed um, that they wrote down were separation anxiety, reunion behavior, stranger anxiety, and secure base, which is uh, returning to the mother. Uh, and in this study, they found that uh, attachment types were 65% of the children were uh, securely attached, 22% were insecure avoidant, um, and 12% were uh, insecure resistant as their main uh, attachment type. Secure um, attachment is characterized um, by a high willingness to explore, moderate stranger anxiety, some uh, are easy to soothe uh, during separation anxiety, um, behavior at reunion with a caregiver was very enthusiastic, and 66% of the infants were in this category. Uh, insecure avoidant is high willingness to explore, low stranger anxiety, indifferent uh, when uh, there's separation anxiety, uh, behavior at reunion with the caregiver, they avoid any contact uh, whatsoever. Uh, percentage of infants in this category was 22%. Insecure resistant, uh, type C, um, had a low willingness to explore, high stranger anxiety, were distressed when they were separated. Um, and they, they seek uh, kind of reunion with the caregiver when uh, uh, they're back, but then rejects it. 12% uh, of infants were in this section. Um, okay, that is Mary Ainworth. Um, yes, okay, so, so evaluations of uh, her strange situation were that, yes, there's high reliability because of the lab uh, experimentation used, and there was real-world application uh, as a study is widely used to explain um, attachment types. Um, although, actually, there might be low internal validity because children d uh, differently behave differently depending on which parent, uh, as identified by Maine and Solomon, 
um, though attachment type may be related to primary attachment figure. Um, okay, cultural variations into attachment. Uh, so the key study for this is Eisendorn and Cronenberg. Uh, it's a meta-analysis study of 32 studies using the strange situation from eight countries. Findings in this uh, is that secure attachment was the norm in all countries, great variation with, uh, within countries than between them. So there's more variation in attachment type within a country than between different countries. Uh, cultural similarities um, were kind of present, um, and other findings of this were that Japan had uh, low avoidant attachment, uh, Germany had high resistant attachment, but secure was the most common in all countries. Um, there's also the Japanese phenomenon of amai, which is um, that children are meant to be seen as kind of needy uh, in, in, in a sense, um, and kind of closely attached to their mothers, uh, hence insecure resistant attachment might actually be a norm there. Um, okay, evaluations of this, uh, including the one that I just mentioned, um, you know, 32 studies were, were observed. Uh, they studied over uh, 2,000 um, infants in total, uh, so a large number of data was collected. However, um, of the 32 studies, 15 actually took place in the U.S., uh, so that's that's not good um, because you, you can't kind of relate uh, or, or, or kind of compare different studies uh, in different places. Okay, Bowlby's theory of maternal deprivation um, emphasized uh, the value of maternal care. Children need warmth, uh, intimate and uh, continuous relationship with a mother or a mother's substitute. He identified a critical period. Uh, frequent or prolonged separations from a mother will have negative effects if they occur between age of two and a half, um, which is the critical period, uh, or up to age five, which is the sensitive period, uh, if there's no mother substitute. There's long-term consequences uh, with maternal deprivation, include emotional maladjustment or mental disorder, such as depression. A key study of this was the 44 juvenile thieves, uh, where 86% of affectionless thieves had frequent separations before two, compared with 17% of other thieves and only 2% of the control group. Evaluations of this is that it might be emotional rather than physical separation uh, that is harmful. This is by Radka and Yarrow. Uh, support for long-term effects. Women who experienced early separation more likely are, are, are more likely to experience depression later in life. Bifilco et al. And there is real-world application. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so kind of, kind of building... Off of this, we're going to be talking about Romanian orphan uh, studies, which are the effects of institutionalization. Key study of this is Rutter et al., where they uh, looked at 165 Romanian orphans, physical and cognitive and social development were tested at regular intervals. Uh, the findings were that at age 11, uh, children adopted before six months showed good recovery. Uh, older adoptions were associated with uh, disinhibited attachment um, in that. Um, yeah, so the effects uh, of institutionalization were deprivation uh, uh, and dwarfism was, was um, 
present intellectual uh, underfunctioning, disinhibited attachment, and poor parenting later on in life um, compared to those uh, who were maybe adopted from the United Kingdom and not in such an institutionalized area. Uh, evaluations of this is that real life, there's high real life application because this is an actual uh, uh, study that you know, occurred. The, the, the uh, institutionalization does have real effects uh, in orphanages and uh, they're made nowadays to be less institutionalized. Um, and that orphans are actually um, kind of, uh, encouraged to be adopted as early as possible uh, so that they're better adjusted. Uh, longitudinal studies show that um, changes can appear in the long term, uh, which is good. Um, and current studies show some recovery is possible. Uh, okay, influence of early attachment. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about the internal working model which is the model of self-attachment, um, uh, sorry, model of self and attachment partner based on joint attachment history, which generates expectations about current and future relationships. Translating the textbook into English, that means you take what attachment type you're used to and you apply that to relationships later in life. A key study of this is Hazen and Shaver, where they placed a uh, quote-unquote love quiz uh, in the local newspaper and analyzed 620 responses, what they found is that there's a strong correlation between internal working model and future relationships. So they talked about, um, identified in the questionnaire was what attachment type are you and, um, you know, uh, and the, your current relationship, um, you know, the characteristics uh, in which they found a strong correlation. However, uh, evaluations of this is that it might be uh, that there's retrospective classification. People might have an inaccurate memory of childhood and may form, uh, which may form the basis of attachment. Um, they also, it's also criticized as being overly deterministic. Past attachment experiences don't always determine the course of future relationships, and it can actually um, change uh, over time. Okay, rounding attachment off, we're going to be talking about explanations of it. So now we talked a bit about uh, what's going on, different studies, um, kind of, you know, uh, skimmed over those. But now we're going to be talking about explanations, what really causes attachment. So the learning theory, or behaviorism, states that all behaviors are learned rather than inherited. Um, so how does this relate to attachment? Well, Classical conditioning is when new conditioned responses are learned through association between a neutral stimulus, uh, so like a mother, for example, and an unconditioned stimulus, like food. Uh, they called this cupboard love, was the kind of like, uh, uh, you know, in quotations, you know, throw that in uh, quotation marks in the exam, maybe get an extra point. Um, yeah, so in, in which children associate uh, their mothers with food, which they like because it satisfies their needs and in that sense become attached. Uh, there's also the theory of operant conditioning, which is the reduction of discomfort created by hunger is rewarding. So food becomes a primary reinforcer uh, and it's associated with the mother who becomes a secondary reinforcer. Uh, the social learning uh, in, in itself is could also be that ch children model parents' attachments, behaviors, um, 
And yeah, so they, they see, uh, for example, the, the parents acting affectionately to each other and the, the child will model that behavior. Uh, this was identified by Hay and Vespo. Uh, okay, evaluations are that animal studies uh, lack in external validity because a simplified view of human attachment. Again, this is to do with Skinner's box and Pavlov's dogs. Attachment is not based on food. Uh, Harlow showed it was a contact comfort, supported by Schaefer and Emerson. Again, those monkeys attached to the cloth mother and not the one with the, the, the feeding uh, bottle attached to it. Um, learning theory can explain some aspects of attachment, uh, however. So attention and responsiveness are actually uh, rewards. Another explanation of attachment is Bowlby's theory. Uh, so Bowlby is really kind of like the you know the big guy in this. He does kind of most of the uh, the thinking into attachment. So Bowlby's attachment theory, in 1969, identified a critical period, which uh, attachments form around three to six months. Afterwards, uh, this becomes increasingly difficult. Uh, primary attachment figure can be determined uh, by caregiver sensitivity, as identified by Ainsworth. Social releasers elicit caregiving and ensure attachment from parent to infant. So we're, we're kind of naturally and biologically um, kind of disposed to react, you know, like a, a child doing a cute face or something, uh, then care for it. Uh, monotropy, which is this theory that primary attachment has a special emotional role. Secondary attachments uh, provide a safety net. Um, so again, we, we need to be attached to primary attachment figures in order to survive. Um, so again, through evolution, it could be protection from danger, uh, you know, not getting lost from the tribe, uh, things like that. And the internal working model acts as a template for future relationships, creating continuity. This is the continuity hypothesis. Um, evaluations are that attachment is adaptive. Human infants form attachments when they start to be mobile. A sensitive period rather than a critical one uh, was uh, kind of uh, thought of by Rutter et al. Um, that we saw in one of the other studies, um, into kind of orphan studies. Uh, and multiple attachments can be uh, formed. Bowlby's views are not not contradictory because secondary attachments contribute to one single internal working model. And that, ladies and gentlemen, rounds us off for attachment. Uh, my attachment exam is tomorrow morning. It's currently 8 p.m. Uh, I'm going to have some dinner and get ready and study tomorrow morning for the exam. So good luck. Hope you guys do well and uh, goodbye.